As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Sorry, that would, that's for a Democrat show. Let me know when you're right. Was an extremely great conservative commentator. We're tearing it up on Wednesday night. This is awesome. This will allow me to record. Well, this is Jersey Joe for uh, the Reverb Comic Sense show. I'm on shrmedia.com. Actually, I just totally screwed up. This show contains language that some viewers may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. And now on to the show. And welcome to the Reaver of Common Sense. I am your host, Jersey Joe, and I'm making sense out of the senseless. The Jersey Takeover is here. We have expanded to two hours. Oh, what? Come on. Is it going to work? Goddamn gain. There we go. The Jersey Takeover is here. We have expanded at two hours every Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you want to watch a broadcast, it's simple. Go to shrmedia.com and click on the, well, what is it, live watch button? It's got a lot of different names. But it's simple. You just click that button, and it'll put you right into the chat room. Join the conversation. How the hell is everybody doing today? Um, I will say this. It's kind of sad. Lincoln Park singer Chester Bennington is dead at 81. It appears that well, he was good friends with Chris Cornell. Today's um, Chris Cornell's birthday had he been alive. And it seems that Chester has uh, killed himself by hanging himself on Chris Cornell's birthday. The two were from what I've uh, uh, gathered, we're very close friends. And um, he's, he took his life. He, and it's, it's sad that the, that is all he thought his only option was. So before I get into the article to talk about it briefly, let's, I'm going to pull up, uh, I'll get dinged on YouTube for it, but I'm gonna play one of his one of uh, Lincoln Park songs in honor of him. It's 
It's a shame. Another person that has the world by the balls. And they choose to give up. For whatever reason. And this isn't an attack on uh, people who commit suicide. Um, This is just a discussion. He, he, He chose... He thought that this was his only option. So I'm going to play it's uh, Numb from Linkin Park. If I can get it going. Come on. It's 
bit sad that someone so bright has left this earth. It's mind-boggling to me. And I'm not trying to be negative towards it. It just... That kind of goes to show that even if you have, you know, everything in the world... Um, money don't buy everything. So that kind of... Um, it sucks, and I don't have any other words for it. But he, uh, it was discovered uh, nine o'clock in the morning. Um, it's being reported as a suicide by hanging. The metal singer had spoken previously about his past and history with abuse by an older male, which he previously said led him to thoughts of suicide. Lincoln Park was scheduled to embark on its One More Light World Tour this month with a kickoff date of July 27th in Mansfield, Massachusetts, and with at least 32 dates scheduled through November. The band has not yet commented on the singer's death. Bennington's reported suicide also appeared to have taken place on the birthday of now-deceased friend and singer of rock band Soundgarden, Chris Cornell, who also committed suicide recently. At the time of Cornell's suicide, Bennington released a letter he wrote to the Soundguard singer. And um, I'm going to read it to you. This was written, I think, uh, the day it was announced that Chris Cornell had uh, committed suicide. With all my love, at Chris Cornell. I dreamt about the Beatles last night. I woke up with Rocky Raccoon playing in my head and a concerned look on my wife's face. She told me my friend has just passed away. Thoughts of you flooded my mind and I wept. I'm still weeping with sadness as well as gratitude for having shared some very special moments with you and your beautiful family. You have inspired me in so many ways you could never have known. Your talent was pure and unrivaled. Your voice was joy and pain, anger and forgiveness, love and heartache, all wrapped into one. I suppose that's what we all are. You helped me understand that. I just watched a video of you singing A Day in the Life by the Beatles and thought of my dream. I'd like to think you were saying goodbye in your own way. I can't imagine a world without you in it. I pray you find peace in the next life. I send my love to your wife and children, friends and family. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of your life. So many of these singers, it, it, it's beyond sad. It's scary.
it, it's I wonder is that the only thing that they think their choice is in life to do and it's just I just can't get it past they have life by the balls successful careers that appear to both love very much Chris Cornell not he just didn't hit it out of the park once he was able to do it twice with two different bands It really makes you wonder. I don't, and it makes me wonder. It really does. I mean, it, Bennington leaves behind six children. Six children. I could never, and I've gotten to some depressed with my injuries. And it always, in the back of my mind, when I get in a, when I get like that, it's like this little something inside me kicks me in my ass. You can't be like that. You have a daughter that depends on you. And I, I just, it just snaps me out of it. It, I don't know. Seems like such, such a, uh, waste of talent. I just, uh, I don't know, dumbfounded, flabbergasted. I don't know, it, it just... I couldn't do that to my uh, child. Uh, I, I I don't know. So um, we're gonna go on from here. My thoughts and prayers go out to. Uh, Bennington's uh, family, uh, his kids. Now, kind of saw this one coming, but uh, O.J. Simpson had his parole hearing today. And he has been granted parole after serving nine years on armed robbery charges. Former NFL star 
O.J. Simpson has been granted parole after nine years in prison for a Las Vegas armed robbery. Simpson is eligible to get out of Lovelock Correctional Facility and be on parole as early as October 1st. Four members of the Nevada Board of Parole Commissioners questioned the apologetic 70-year-old Thursday with the 2007 botched robbery. I've come here and spent nine years making no excuses about anything. I am sorry things turned out the way they did, Simpson told the commissioners. All four of the members agreed to grant Simpson parole. Simpson responded with an emotional thank you upon hearing the decision. Now, it, uh, He was stupid. He was supposed to have been going to meet a collector to get back items that belonged to him. But when he went, he had brought a gun with him like an idiot. That was just plain dumb. That... Not just, um, it's moronic. You go in, I mean, there's other ways he could have attempted, but he had that, um, I am untouchable idea. And that's where it bit him in the ass. It it just, that was stupid of him. Some stuff. Sorry about that. Just I'm in one of my moods. I'm in. I also want to give a shout out to uh, Sackhead Sean, Sackhead Clint, and BZ. They're out at uh, Freedom Fest in um, at the Paris Resort in Las Vegas, and they are just hitting it out of the ballpark with these interviews and live broadcast. Um, I'm, I keep saying it, I'm jealous of you guys. I am jealous. If things work out the way it's kind of going next year, I will be there with you guys. Uh, to help screw things up, actually. And I'll just put it that way. I'll probably end up screwing things up even more than uh, Sackhead Clint could screw them up. Uh, my wife was uh, very lovely. Right before the show, she ran to Wawa to get me a Wawa coffee. Oh, she always gets these little cardboard holders. All right, we're going to take a a break real quick, and we'll be back right after these messages. You're listening to the River Common Sense right here on SHR Media and High Plains Pundit Radio. We will be right back. 
listening to the SHR Media Network. Breaking news. According to the latest report coming out of SHR Media, a merchandise store to support both the Reaver of Common Sense and SHR Media has just been unleashed to the general public. Be forewarned that this site can be contagious and numerous items can be purchased to support the best news programming. Go to Reaver.one website and click on the store link to check out the merchandise. You have been listening to Reaver Collins hosted by my dad, Jersey Joe. Beware, the Jersey Takeover is here every Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can catch the Reaver of Common Sense Show, hosted by Jersey Joe, right here on shrmedia.com and highplainsdailynews.com. Only Jersey can deliver hell like no one else, so consider this your fair warning. Wednesday night, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can catch the Southside Mutt Show with its host, the Jersey Boys, Jersey Joe and Crash, right here on SHR Media and High Plains Pundit Radio, where we will be digging up the dirt. Times are dark. The people misled by corrupt politicians, lied to by establishment media, and deceived by the false messages of Islam. A nation in confusion needs a guide. It needs a man with a cane. I'm Dave Milner. Join me on Spreaker, SHR Media, High Plains Talk Radio, Live Rebooting Liberty, and YouTube for a unique brand of commentary on the Unpleasant Blind Guy. Because truth is not always pleasant. If you miss a show, don't worry. You can catch the replays two ways, RebootingLiberty.com or the ReverbCommonSense.com. While you're there on Reverb Common Sense, don't forget, drop in your email and keep up to date on everything going on, or click the like button on the Facebook widget. Now on to the Reverb of Common Sense.
This show contains language that some viewers may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. And now on to the show. And welcome back to the Reverb Common Sense. I am your host, Jersey Joe, and I'm trying to make sense out of the senseless. The Jersey takeover is here, and Phase 3 has taken a hold. That's right, we are on the nighttime airways here at SHR Media and HB Pundit Radio. Every Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Don't forget to get in the chat room, join the conversation. All right, um, <laughs> I saw this, and I, I just I could not stop laughing. I couldn't. It seems uh, Maxine Waters' uh, New Hampshire cameo spur, spurs questions over possibility of a 2020 presidential run. Her relentless and no-holds-barred attack on President Trump have cemented Representative Maxine Waters as the leader of the left's resistance. But a planned visit to New Hampshire this weekend has some asking whether a long-shot 2020 bid might even be in the cards. The California Democrat is scheduled to headline the Stratford County Democratic Party annual picnic in New Dunham, Durham bleh, on Sunday, according to the party's website. The invitation describes Water as one of the most powerful women in American politics today. Yeah, okay. Someone's drinking the wrong water, I think. Um, yeah, that's a little uh, cuckoos. Someone's going cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And it just, oh my God, it it never ends with her. And it, you knew it had to be something she was doing when she was screaming for, you know, Donald Trump's head. You knew she had to be up to something. Um, you don't go that nuts like she did. Just for the pure fun of it. Uh, it it's... It was too planned. Way too planned. So it's, you know, it looks like she's going to take an attempt. And the field is going to be amazing for the Democrat Party. It's going to be huge. Um, I mean, it's. Unbelievable amount of people that they're going to have set up to um, take a shot at the Democrat presidency in 2020. They made fun of the Republican Party having 17. Holy shit. I think they're going to need about three or four. um, Damn it. Total brain fart. Total brain fart. They're going to need like three or four goddamn uh, stages to fit everybody on. I mean, it's... Everybody and their mother wants to run. It seems like for Democrat presidency, everybody thinks they can beat the Donald. Everybody thinks they could beat Donald Trump. 
And I'm sorry, I haven't seen anybody step up to beat Donald Trump. Am I missing something here? Um, Nobody has stepped up so far and even come close to beating him. Some think they have beat him. (laughs) Then they were mistaken. So, um, a local news report on the appearance was plastered on top of the Drudge Report Thursday morning as an article in the Gateway Pundit asked Maxine Water 2020. Water's office did not respond to Fox News' request for comment about the presidential chatter. She'll be joined at the event by uh, Representative Carol Shea Porter, a Democrat from uh, New Hampshire, according to Granite State Republicans. The appearance is little more than a boost for a local state Senate candidate. It is disappointing that Democratic candidate Kevin, God bless you, invited Maxine Waters to New Hampshire to fundraise for him. It simply reaffirms that he is out of touch with the voters in New Hampshire, Jenny Foster, New Hampshire GOP chairwoman, told Fox News in an email. I, I Hold on, I got to... Oh. Gotta get the wife out. Gotta get that. Gotta get that. Boom. Oh, God. I think I'm going crazy. Let's see. This guy's name, holy, probably something simple. I'm just overlooking it. All right, let's see. We'll do it with a British accent. Kavanaugh, powered by iSpeech. Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh, told you it'd be something simple, something simple. Oh, man, I'm overthinking things sometimes. Uh, So the the Democrat candidate, Kevin Cavanaugh, had to pull in Maxine Waters from California to New Hampshire to help fundraise. That's pretty sad. I'm sorry, that's sad as hell. That's sad. New Hampshire voters are tired of partisan, and Maxine is the epitome of that with her very public comments about opposing President Trump. Um, Jenny Foster stated, uh, who's the New Hampshire GOP chairwoman. Waters, an early adopter in the Trump impeachment push being waged formally by some of her House colleagues, has become one of the more prominent anti-Trump voices in the Democrat Party, a position she relishes. I just, I don't know what they're thinking. If it was this easy that they claim, shit, you know, I hate when I do that. Hey, totally forgot to turn the goddamn camera back on. I, I just, 
I'm telling you, I'm out of it today. I am out of it. I think I'm in la-la land. Holy shit, Batman. What is it? Holy shit, Batman. Where did you leave your squad car? Oh, it's going to be... I just don't... I, I love... Uh, Maxine Waters has... Um... Oh, and she turns around and she's said that they like the way that I don't camouflage how I feel. They don't see elected officials act that way. She admitted in a recent New York Times Magazine interview, I've been adopted by the millennials and I'm enjoying every minute of it. She's been adopted... By millennials. I think someone needs to lower their prescription down. It. it. I don't know. It's absolutely mind-boggling. She also said that Trump should have been convicted of a crime numerous times and again called for impeachment. But have you ever noticed she never tells you what crime, what exactly has he done that he should be convicted? She just throws out blanket statements with no information behind it just to beat a drum. Water's gravitas with the grassroots may garner more invitations, but her appearance already is being used by political opponents. And I'm calling on Congressman Shea Porter to definitely refuse to attend the fundraiser with Congressman, Congresswoman Waters, Eddie Edwards, a Republican challenging Shea Porter in the state 1st District, said in a July 19th press release. Edward is trying to tag Shea Porter with the vote Waters took against the Veterans Accountability and Whistleblower Protection Act in June. Furthermore, our congresswoman should take immediate action to publicly ask the county committee to recant their invitation for Waters to speak at an event that will assist in fundraising funds to benefit Shea Porter and her campaign. Whether Waters can turn her stardom into dollars for the Democrat Party remains in question. Waters' campaign committee, Citizens for Water, raised just $12,600 in individual contributions during the April 1st to June 30th period, according to her latest FEC filing. Now, what's funny is Republicans have had a record month again with fundraising. That's it. Tablet. Fallen over. The Republican, the GOP, had a record month again. While it seems um, Democrats just go along very slowly. 
So, after using Americans as pawn, Democrats blame Trump for Obamacare failure. I've heard this one. They've been doing a lot again lately. They created this mess. Everybody that has an IQ over three knows that Democrats created this mess called Obamacare. They've done nothing in the eight years since its inception, have done nothing to try to fix any of the issues. In fact, they have blocked Republican attempts to fix the issues. And now it's failing just like the GOP said it would. And what do they do? They blame Trump for their fuck up. This is why I cannot take the Democrat Party seriously. I cannot and will not take them seriously when they create such a bastardized law so screwed up and then they want to blame everybody else. Oh, Maxine Waters, um, they have made an announcement that she will run for president. If the millennials want me to run, please let her run. Have her as the candidate, the candidate of the Democrat Party. I, I just... If I could say fake news talking about the Democrats' mouth, I would label this attempt to blame Trump one of the biggest fake news stories I've ever heard created by the Democrats. Our government could not run a whorehouse. They bankrupted a whorehouse. And if you don't know, they took over a whorehouse that was behind on taxes. And they ran it into the ground. And you want them to take care of your health care? What is the easiest company to run? They took over the company, not because it was failing. Government doesn't do that. Because of back taxes owed. The owner just didn't pay taxes. A whorehouse you really don't need to advertise. The men know where the fuck to go. And they run it right into the ground. And you want them running your health care. Well, they showed you what happens when they take your health care. They run it into the ground. Politicians far, far away in Washington, advised by armies of bureaucrats whose salaries you pay, but you have never met, all huddled in Congress deciding what pills they will give you and how long is enough for you to be on life support. Also, they will decide just how much money you will pay for pregnancy insurance, even though you do not technically have a uterus and your name is not Kathleen Jenner's. Isn't it funny how the only way anybody buys something named the Affordable Care Act is if the federal government forces them to buy it? It's funny it's called the Affordable Care Act, but a majority of the people can't afford it. And it really isn't giving that much care to people. 
Oh, and they are deciding just how much of your money they are going to set aside to stabilize the insurance market, which is just the latest rosary euphemism for dump truck full of your tax cash given to massive insurance companies that you already despise. Meanwhile, throngs of cloaked lobbyists slither the hallways of Congress in search of legislative gems and babbles that they can haul in dirty sacks back to their nests to be pawned off later. The closest thing to you, actually American citizens, here in Washington these days are the hordes of screaming unwashed health care protesters, by which I mean people who somehow do not work yet somehow manage to loft across the country to bang drums and caterwaul up and down the sidewalk outside the capitals at all hours. And for every one of them, somewhere there's a mom and dad just glad to have them out of the basement just for a couple of days. We'll continue this conversation in this article when we come back. You're listening to the Reverb Common Sense right here on SHR Media and High Plains Planet Radio. We will be right back. Breaking news. According to the latest report coming out of SHR Media, a merchandise store to support both the Reaver of Common Sense and SHR Media has just been unleashed to the general public. Be forewarned that this site can be contagious and numerous items can be purchased to support the best news programming. Go to Reaver.one website and click on the store link to check out the merchandise. We were a common sense hosted by my dad, Jersey Joe. Beware, the Jersey Takeover is here every Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can catch the Reaver Common Sense Show hosted by Jersey Joe. Right here on shrmedia.com and highplainsdailynews.com. Only Jersey can deliver hell like no one else. So consider this your fair warning. Wednesday night, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
you can catch the Southside Mutt Show with its host, the Jersey Boys, Jersey Joe and Crash, right here on SHR Media and High Plains Pundit Radio, where we will be digging up the dirt. Times are dark. The people misled by corrupt politicians, lied to by establishment media, and deceived by the false messages of Islam. A nation in confusion needs a guide. It needs a man with a cane. I'm Dave Milner. Join me on Spreaker, SHR Media, High Plains Talk Radio, Live Rebooting Liberty, and YouTube for a unique brand of commentary on the Unpleasant Blind Guy. Because truth is not always pleasant. If you miss a show, don't worry. You can catch the replays two ways, RebootingLiberty.com or the ReverbCommonSense.com. While you're there on Reverb Common Sense, don't forget, drop in your email and keep up to date on everything going on, or click the like button on the Facebook widget. Now on to the Reverb of Common Sense. This show contains language that some viewers may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. And now on to the show. And welcome back to the Reaver Common Sense. I am your host, Jersey Joe, and I'm trying to make sense out of the senseless. I just got the sales taken out of me a little bit. Um, My daughter has been um, up at her grandparents for last three weeks. And... um. During that time, her great-grandmother, my wife's grandmother, as I talked about on the show, passed away. And her uncle, father-in-law, had passed away two days before that. So she had to fly out to California with her grandmother. And we didn't hear from her for a while, which was okay. She was doing good. And the last three nights, four nights, she's called almost every night. Nah, I think it was last night I was talking to her. And, you know, I could hear something's bothering her. I, I didn't. And parents know when something is bothering their kids. And I'm the one that can hear it in the voice. And I was like, all right, she, she's called like twice in a row. And I just heard she called again tonight. And it was, something's up. And there's nothing I could do at this point. And my 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 in-laws are taking care of her. I'm not saying that. Um, I know they're taking excellent care, but I know my daughter, and she's done what she normally does. She has pushed everything of hers to the side and has been doing everything she can to be helpful. She's She's the type of kid that she has gotten in trouble in school because other kids have done something. And she's taking the blame because she didn't want them to get in trouble. She one time was afraid that I was going to yell at the teacher. So she took the blame. Instead of saying that the teacher, what actually happened, she didn't want the teacher to get in trouble. That's how my daughter is. And she is, right now, I think it's starting to catch up with her. 
I think she's starting to get homesick, which it has me right now really climbing the walls. Not literally, you know, it's a figurative. I don't know if any of you have heard that. Some people may not have. Because I want to be there. I, I, I want to talk to her right now. I, I want to, you know, tell her everything's all right. And just give her a big hug right now. And kind of sucks she's not here right now. It really does. Um, actually, she's bringing a tear to my eye because she's not here. And I want to hold her because I know she's hurting. And I know she's held it in. Trying to be, you know, the helpful girl. The big girl. So, she'll be home. Not this weekend. A week from tomorrow, I think it is, she'll be home. And I, I, I can't wait. It's been too quiet in my house. Way too quiet. Uh, my daughter is a joy to be around. And um, she just, I mean, she's known in every school that she's gone to. Um, she's known as the hugger. I think she's only had two people ever pick on her. And both times, a horde of kids have jumped in on it and backed that kid off. She's that kid that everybody just, she gets along with everybody. And everybody loves her. And she has this slight speech impediment. And if she gets too excited, she talks fast. No one can hear or understand. And one of those times, some kids started picking on her speech. And they said just out of nowhere, there was kids just went after them. And protected my daughter. Even the teacher told me she was shocked at some of the kids that stepped up and protected her. Because it wasn't like my daughter hangs out or talks to them that much. But my daughter, she'll see certain teachers and she'll stop and run down the hall, give them a hug, get back in class. You know, she's just that one. She doesn't use it to her advantage. She just, she loves everybody. And she's a very loving kid. And I know she's hurting right now. I, I know this has nothing to do with the politics that I normally talk about. But for those that don't know, I always talk. Whatever is on my mind, I talk about. And I, I'm very honest. I'm very open. And I talk about my family and stuff. And especially my daughter. I'm very proud of her. Very proud of my daughter. Ah, oh, now I got myself depressed. see where are we at where are we at oh that's right we're talking about how the democrats are trying to blame donald trump for the failure of obamacare this boondoggle that is obamacare i mean you got lobbyists just running around the hallways they're just trying to do everything they can um you have to listen to house minority leader nancy pelosi or senator minority leader chuck schumer Bark and howl over today's debate about Obamacare, you would think this is not exactly what they signed up for when they jammed Obamacare through Congress with little debate and precisely zero partisan, bipartisan support. Well, what the heck do you expect putting federal bureaucrats and spineless politicians in charge of American people health care? Of course, it would be messy forever. Did you really think Washington was the place best suited in all of America to make all the decisions about the most intimate and personal health care decisions? As I said, these are the people that couldn't run a whorehouse and they want to run my health care. 
Here we find ourselves in the very sewer of political depravity, where only the most depraved politicians would dare to be seen. The president would not be letting Obamacare collapse, Mr. Schumer said Tuesday after President Trump signaled the failure of Republicans to fix Obamacare. He is actively trying to undermine the health care system in the country, using millions of Americans as political pawns in a cynical game. Democrats will not step up and try to help fix the failing Obamacare. They cannot remove, repeal Obamacare without Democrats stepping up. So what is the president supposed to do? He's going to sit back. He's going to wait for it to fail. And then they'll have to fix it. This isn't the president. This is the Democrat Party. This is Chuck Schumer that is playing politics and using Americans as political pawns. It is the Democrat Party that has been doing that since they even put this piece of shit legislative together. Remember when it was passed? Nobody knew what was in it. Miss Pelosi's, if you want to know what's in it, you got to pass it. And they cry about late night deals. This was done midnight. I think it wasn't at like Christmas time or something like that. So please, please, don't. Don't sit there and act like you're innocent in all of this. Because you're furthest thing from being innocent. This is your mess that everybody is now trying to clean up. Maybe if you would have done it right, instead of worried about pushing it through, we wouldn't be in this mess. Maybe if the Democrat Party would have helped fix this mess along the way instead of trying to cover up for the sake of someone's legacy, we wouldn't be in this mess. The Republicans need to get off their ass and do away with this piece of crap that we call our health care. It's it's absolutely embarrassing that this is what our our politicians do, and like I said, only the most depraved and dishonest. Again, Obamacare is circling the throat of the toilet and taking the economy, the American people, and even an insurance industry with it. And Mr. Schumer's argument here is that Mr. Trump and Republicans are to blame for not fixing the Obamacare that Mr. Schumer fostered. On the American people, like I said, the only most dishonest weasels are capable of preening at times like this. He wants to throw up his hands rather than roll up his sleeves to work with us and solve the problem. Mr. Schumer said of Mr. Trump as the sewage begins to filling in around him in the Senate chamber. They have not put anything forth. They have not said, let's go to the table and talk, Mr. Trump. Let's try to fix this. Mr. Schumer, all he has said is, I'm going to oppose Trump. I'm going to fight against Trump. Not once has he stepped forward to say, hey, let's fix this. But now he's out there beating his chest, trying to blame everybody else for his fuck up.
Mr. Schumer says the president is playing a dangerous game with the health care of this country. No. Mr. Schumer. You and your Democrats are to blame for this mess. And you are the one who turned the American people into political pawns. Now we'll see who it is the American people blame for this whole mess. We'll find out in November of 2018. We need to give the Republicans majority so they can do away with this piece of crap and flush it down the toilet before it actually kills people. And that includes, yes, I want the Republicans to take majority, keep the majority in the Senate. Or excuse me, House, and take supermajority in the Senate. But at the same time, I want to primary a couple of these uh, wannabe Republican asses right out of the Senate. Send them packing. They need a lunch, give them one. But send them packing, send them on their way. I don't know about you. I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of this political bullshit that we call our government. I'm tired of the absolute gridlock that has become Washington, D.C. I'm tired of of everything getting discussed for years on end and absolutely fucking nothing getting done. I don't know about you, but I'm ready. We need to step forward. It just it, it it makes me sick, makes me absolutely sick. What I see going on in this country, how bad it has gotten. We need to clean up Washington, D.C. We took one step in 2016 getting a president that's willing to clean up the swamp. It's time to get some Congress men and women that are willing to finish cleaning it up. We don't need these uh, turncoats. And it's funny, so many of them worry about getting reelected. What should I do? I got to worry about getting reelected. Do your job the way the people want you to do the job. And you won't have to worry about reelections because you will get reelected. Too many times you play these games and you end up screwing things up worse. 
and they just can't get that through their head. I don't know. It's like, what part do we have to keep saying? I don't know. I don't know. You're listening to the Reaver of Common Sense right here on SHR Media and High Plains Pundit Radio, and we will be right back. According to the latest report coming out of SHR Media, a merchandise store to support both the Reaver of Common Sense and SHR Media has just been unleashed to the general public. Be forewarned that this site can be contagious and numerous items can be purchased to support the best news programming. Go to Reaver.one website and click on the store link to check out the merchandise. We were calling Sands, hosted by my dad, Jersey Joe. Beware, the Jersey Takeover is here. Every Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Center Time, you can catch the Reverb Common Sense Show, hosted by Jersey Joe. Right here on shrmedia.com and hyphensdailynews.com. Only Jersey can deliver hell like no one else. So consider this your fair warning. Wednesday night, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can catch the Southside Mutt Show with its host, the Jersey Boys, Jersey Joe and Crash, right here on SHR Media and High Plains Pundit Radio, where we will be digging up the dirt. Times are dark. The people misled by corrupt politicians, lied to by establishment media, and deceived by the false messages of Islam. 
A nation in confusion needs a guide. It needs a man with a cane. I'm Dave Milner. Join me on Spreaker, SHR Media, High Plains Talk Radio, Live Rebooting Liberty, and YouTube for a unique brand of commentary on the Unpleasant Blind Guide. Because truth is not always pleasant. If you miss the show, don't worry. You can catch the replays two ways, RebootingLiberty.com or the ReverbCommonSense.com. While you're there on Reverb Common Sense, don't forget, drop in your email and keep up to date on everything going on, or click the like button on the Facebook widget. Now on to the Reverb of Common Sense. This show contains language that some viewers may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. And now on to the show. And welcome back to the Reverb Common Sense. Holy shit, that was close. I almost knocked my coffee into my board. Holy shit, that was close, 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 close. Oh, now this study, <laughs> I love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it. A study from the Crime Prevention Research Center, CPRC, shows during the time periods between 2007 to 2015, the percentage of adult carry permits rose 190%, and violent crime fell 18%. A cutoff year is 2015 because it is the last full year that crime data is available. According to CPRC, from 2007 to 2015, the murder rate fell from 5.6 per 100,000 to 4.9 per 100,000. This represents a 12.5% drop. At the same time, overall violence fell by 18%. And again, these drops are coinciding with a 190% increase in the percentage of adults with permits. Think about that. Think about that. A hundred and ninety percent increase of permit holders. And you're seeing data come in now. And it's showing. It's showing very easily that when American citizens are able to protect themselves, crime rate goes down. I know this pisses off the anti-gun whack jobs, the cultists that are out there. But you know what? It does not surprise me. I've said it multiple times. We've talked about it on the show multiple times. That. 
It doesn't guarantee you won't get hurt. It doesn't guarantee crime won't happen to you. But it takes the percentage and goes from a very low percentage of survivability and raises it up. It gives you a fighting chance. And at the same time, a lot of these criminals, they're not going to take the chance. They're not out to lose their life to go steal a DVD player. I know I'm being a little exaggerating on what they take. But they don't want to take the chance. They don't want to lose their life. They're not out for that. They're out. They are out for easy money. They are out for easy targets. Unarmed targets. They don't want to get killed. Majority of them don't want to get killed. Taking these chances. It's the data is now coming in, and it's showing exactly what we've been saying all along. And then the big thing, me and my wife got in this discussion tonight. She's not against guns. She likes going shooting. She does, but she's not. She don't see herself ever owning a gun. She doesn't have the urge to own a gun, and that's her right. But, but, she doesn't believe that it's going to make her safer by not owning one. She knows there's a chance, but she knows that there's a gun in our house, and she knows how to shoot and use it. She has no problem as long as I'm safe and responsible with it. And she knows that. And that's... That is where the issue pops up. Because you do need training. I will agree. Training, 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 training. As much training as you can get. You need to be safe when you use... Come on. God damn it. You got to be safe when you use those guns. You got to know what you're doing when you grab that gun. Come on. Come on. God damn it. I hate this game, Mom. I really do. Because as I talk, I can hear the level just dropping, 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 dropping. So I got to play with it every now and then. That sounded really bad. I really did. Oh, boy. Where are we at? Where are we at? 
Now, this news comes in the same report in which CPR, CPRC showed that the number of concealed carry permit holders grew by a record 1.83 million in 2016. This beats the previous record of 1.73 million set in 2015 and means 6.53% of the American adults have permits. Moreover, the outside the restrictive states of California and New York, about 8% of the adult population has a permit. There are 11 states where over 10% of the adult population possesses a carry permit. Those 11 states are led by Alabama, where 20% are permitted, and Indiana, where 15.8% of all adults have a permit. Now, I don't have the numbers here for Florida, but Florida, guess what? We have a high level also of concealed carry. And our governor has now signed a bill that makes it even easier for military to get a fast track for their concealed carry permit. And we have a GOP candidate for governor who's a, who is pro-open carry. Yeah, I'm loving it. I am absolutely loving it. Um, I'm still, still have a huge fear that uh, we're going to have a Democrat um, governor because of buying the votes the way they do. It, it's it's what they do. They can't get in the proper way. So they have to buy the votes. But they're not going to be able to take our gun rights away here in Florida because it's put in the Constitution. It would take Constitution change to really do anything. Um, but it would we would kiss the um, open carry chance goodbye. And I love, well, if we have open carry, it's going to be open season. We're going to have gunfights in the streets, and there's going to be blood running in the ground everywhere. That's the same bullshit they used. They said the same thing when it came time for concealed carry. And they're doing it again and trying to, you know, oh, my God, the world's coming down. Sky's falling, but it never happened. But it, these numbers are showing the more the people are carrying, the lower the violent crime rate goes down. CPRC observes regression estimates show a significant association between increased permit ownership and a drop in murder violent crime rates. Each one percentage point increase in rates of permit holding is associated with roughly a 2.5% drop in the murder rate. This holds true even after accounting for incarceration rates, the number of police per capita, and other demographics. In other words, more concealed carry, less murder. Now, I know that's going to send the anti-gun cultists running, screaming, hair on fire. Oh, my God! They're going to kill us all! No. Again, you can be unarmed. You have that right. I'm not trying to stop your right. You're trying to stop mine. 
I have seen what being unarmed does in the time of a violent crime. You have to stand there and watch. You have to stand there and wait your turn. I don't know about you. I know there's still a chance if something violent happens, there's still a chance that I could wind up dead. I could wind up getting injured. But the chances are better that I'm going to be able to deter, wound, or stop the event. And that's all I care about is that one chance. That one in a million chance is all you need. Linda Sauer. If you haven't heard of her, she is a pro-Shahira activist. Pro-Islamic. She has called for a jihad terror against Trump. Well, she has now attacked Jake Tapper for criticizing her on Twitter, calling the CNN host alt-right. I'm going to let you laugh on that one. She called Jake Tapper alt-right because he criticized her on Twitter. What makes me laugh is Jake Tapper is getting exactly the treatment that the left has been using. If you criticize them, you get attacked. There's no room for debate. There's no room for discussion. If you criticize their point, you get attacked. The argument between Tapper, a host at CNN, and Sour Sour, a political activist and executive director of Arab American Association of New York, began with Tapper reference Sour Sour's Ugly sentiments while criticizing the Women's March celebrating the birthday of a convicted cop killer, Asada Shakir. Shakir was a member of the Black Liberation Army and was convicted of the murder of a New Jersey trooper, Warren Foster, in 1977, but escaped prison and fled to Cuba. A tweet from Jake Tapper. Shakur is a cop killer fugitive in Cuba. This ugly sentiment from L. Sal Sauer and Dyke March CH. Any progressives out there condemning this? He actually calls L, which shocks me. He actually called this L. In response to Taper's criticism, Sour Sour claimed that Taper had joined the ranks of the alt-right to target her on the internet. And on her Twitter was, at Jake Tapper joins the ranks of the alt-right to target me online. Welcome to the party. Sour Sour then asked for examples of what Tapper referred to as ugly sentiments expressed by Sour Sour in the past. Her tweet was, Jake Tapper, please share my quote-unquote ugly sentiments unapologetically Muslim, unapologetically Palestine, pro-immigration, pro-justice, shame. Tapper then clarified that the ugly sentiment he was referring to were Sal Sauer's comment about 
Aya Harisi Ali. Probably butchered that. Uh, Jake Tapper, please share did it. That's your comment above at Ayanna for one was Jake Tapper's response. Tapper is referring to South Sour's now deleted tweet about Ayanna Harisi Ali a survivor of female genitalia mutilation and a human rights activist. And Bridget uh, Gabrielle, where Sarah Sauer wrote, Bridget Gabrielle equals Ayanna Harsi Ali. She's asking for an ass whooping. I wish I could take their vaginas away. They don't deserve to be women. Despite Sal Sauer deleting the tweet, an archived version can still be found online. This woman is exactly what we're fighting against. I don't care what religion you are. I don't care what deity you pray to. I don't care whether you do a kneeling, standing, spit on your head to praise your deity. That's your right. But when you start calling jihad and death and mutilation and restrictions... That's when you start interfering in my life. You're listening to the Reverb Common Sense right here on SHR Media and High Plains Planet Radio. We will be right back. Breaking news, according to the latest report coming out of SHR Media, a merchandise store to support both the Reaver of Common Sense and SHR Media has just been unleashed to the general public. Be forewarned that this site can be contagious and numerous items can be purchased to support the best news programming. Go to Reaver.one website and click on the store link to check out the merchandise. We were a common sense hosted by my dad, Jersey Joe. Beware, the Jersey Takeover is here every Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can catch the Rework Common Sense Show hosted by Jersey Joe. Right here on shrmedia.com and highplainsdailynews.com. Only Jersey can deliver hell like no one else. So consider this your fair warning. Sackhead Clint. 
all good friends of ours usually show, show up, up drunk. drunk. Also starring Sako as the producer. I'm a little bit drunk, I'm a little bit drunk, cause I'm drinking, drinking, drinking. They are the Sackheads Radio Show. Every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Pacific on shrmedia.com. Every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can catch the Southside Mutt Show with its hosts, the Jersey Boys, Jersey Joe and Crash, right here on SHR Media and High Plains Pundit Radio, where we will be digging up the dirt. Times are dark. The people misled by corrupt politicians, lied to by establishment media, and deceived by the false messages of Islam. A nation in confusion needs a guide. It needs a man with a cane. I'm Dave Milner. Join me on Spreaker, SHR Media, High Plains Talk Radio, Live Rebooting Liberty, and YouTube for a unique brand of commentary on the Unpleasant Blind Guide. Because truth is not always pleasant. If you miss a show, don't worry. You can catch the replays two ways, RebootingLiberty.com or the ReverbCommonSense.com. While you're there on Reverb Common Sense, don't forget, drop in your email and keep up to date on everything going on, or click the like button on the Facebook widget. Now on to the Reverb of Common Sense. This show contains language that some viewers may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. And now on to the show. And welcome back to the Reaver of Common Sense. I am your host, Jersey Joe. And I am making sense out of the senseless. At least attempting to. I'm really trying to. Um, It is... It's a really weird place we're in in this country. When we have such a pro... jihadist... actively uh, calling for and promoting... such laws to be put in our country that's where I said holy shit we, we've jumped the shark we really have I mean she she used to have a high amount of um Support from the Democrat Party, the left-wing progressives. Uh, It's been waning of late. Um, She 
shot her mouth off a little too bad, I I would say. And um, she doesn't have the support anymore. I'm trying to get my web page up. There we go. The article goes on and says many left-wing progressives and Islamic political groups have quietly walked away from Islamic activist Linda Sauer since her incendiary July 1st appeal for Muslims in America to declare jihad on elected President Donald Trump. She is getting sharp-eyed criticisms from experts on Islam for her call to jihad against Trump and for her calls for Islamic self-segregation and loyalty to Allah only. But is she getting only tepid and uh, perfunctory public support from her usual alliance of Islamic and progressive allies? Her supporting hashtag, hashtag I stand with Linda, shows few tweets of support from well-known Democrats and a growing number of critics. Uh, dear at El Salsauer, if an angry jihadi runs me down on London Bridge, amputating both my legs above the knee, how will I hashtag stand? Wait a minute. Hashtag I stand with Linda? Question mark. Very few politicians, political donors, or political activists have spoken up in her favor. For example, she got no support from Bernie Sanders, whom she supported throughout the 2016 election. Few media outlets are broadcasting her novel claim that jihad actually means public criticism. The New York Times posted a gushing article in 2015 about the Brooklyn homegirl in a habjid, but has completely ignored her after the speech. Huffington Post has posted just two week post ops defending her jihad advocacy. And BuzzFeed has said not said anything since legal correspondent Chris Gednier tweeted out a defense of her without recognizing Sal Sauer's multiple reference to jihad and her word of truth phrase. Uh, he sent out, Chris uh, sent out a tweet saying, hey, you people scare sharing Linda Sal Sauer's speech. Read this transcript, which I just made because you all are trashing, misquoting her. Time Magazine did post an article titled Women March Organizer Linda Sauer spoke of jihad, but she wasn't talking about violence. The site a didn't accept readers' comment has not posted an update. They know they're going to get lambasted. They know it. They're going to get hit and hit hard. So they... They refuse opening a couple pages. I'm sorry about this. Um I get distracted. Very easy, shiny keys type thing. I, I just I, 
I'm very I, I, I that we still have people actually trying to somewhat defend her and trying to justify her comments is amazing. I mean, really, it's absolutely amazing. You would think, um, they would be a little bit smarter. The Washington Post has not posted any reported articles defending her call for jihad, but did print her uh, evasive op-ed. Yet the most liked comment response to her op-ed in the progressive paper declared, as an atheist, I feel confident that I'm able to voice my opinion to my peers without fear of reprisal. This same cannot be said if I were in an Islam-majority country. The current brand of Islam is the opposite of liberalism. I don't want anyone calling for jihad or holy war on anyone, regardless of how a person meant it. Hundreds of millions have died and science has been stomped out in the name of jihad. The second most approved comment said, WAPU would not and should not accept editorials from David Duke. So why provide a legitimizing platforms for Sal Sauer, who is equally hateful? And you know what? That makes a great comment right there. Great comment. Because they won't allow someone like David Duke talk, but they'll allow Sal Sauer, a hate-filled Muslim, to spew their propaganda. And they allow it to happen is absolutely embarrassing. Embarrassing. I can't believe that they actually allow this to go on. I don't know. It's it's amazing. Absolutely amazing. I just... The comment shows that there's a general cynicism about the idea that Islam is a religion of peace, said Robert Spencer, the author of several best-selling books about Islam and the operator of the jihadwatch.org website. The idea is met with ridicule, he added. Sal Sauer briefly defended her jihad advocacy on her Twitter account and retweeted endorsement from fellow Islamic revivalists such as Mohammed Alibi... Yeah, I'm not going through all these damn names. She got some support from progressives who have allied themselves with the Islamist revivalist. Uh, D. Ray McKenzie, McKenzie uh, at Black Lives Matter. Mark Lemon Hill. She tweeted a link to a supportive article at thinkprogressive.org. Uh, we will define our religion on the terms of the majority of Muslims. Learn from the expert. Reading is fundamental. Link to that article. Photos published of a Muslim activist referenced jihad and the right freaked out because they don't know what it means. A Muslim activist referred jihad and the right freaked out because they don't know what it means. I have no idea why they're putting it in twice. Religious 
illiteracy is still a thing. Think progressive.org. It's amazing how they will defend such disgust. I just, it amazes me. Absolutely amazes me. But with that, even the, the that pro South Sour article was scorched by left-wing supporters of thinkprogressive.org, the most like response said, this article is dishonest and incorrect. I am an ex-Muslim and can assure you that jihad is a mandatory, offensive, violent fight against enemies of Islam, a.k.a. unbelievers. Its goal is to establish Islam and Islamic law shahira and to subjugate unbelievers. Financially supporting Islamist groups is also accepted a jihad if you are too lazy to go kill infidels. For those who don't believe me, read the chapter on jihadi. Well, Revelance of the Traveler, the classic manual on shahiriya. The content of South Sour speech is difficult for Americans or progressive to accept. It is neither a left-wing speech, not a right-wing speech, but it but is instead a revivalist, fundamentalist Islamic speech. And it exposed her segregation, theatric, and anti-modern agenda. I hope that we, when we stand up for those, stand up to those who oppose our communities, that Allah accept us from us, that as a form of jihad, that we are struggling against tyrants and rulers, not only abroad in the Middle East, or on the other side of the world, but here in these United States of America. Our number one and top priority is to protect and defend our communities. It is not to assimilate. Oh, this is part of her speech. A number one and top priority is to protect and defend our community is not to assimilate and to please any other people in authority. Our obligation is to our young people, is to our women, to make sure our women are protected in our community and our top priority, even higher than all those priorities, is to please Allah and only Allah. Since that speech, Sassauer has not been able to retweet support from established Democrats because those Democrats are not supporting her in public. The post-speech silence of her progressive allies is a strong contrast to the tsunami of soft-focused praise which Sal Sauer received in January for being our of four leaders in the Women's March against the newly elected President Donald Trump. Time magazine describes Sal Sauer and her three co-leaders of the march as members of the 100 most influential people for 2017. Democrat Senator Christine Gilbrand provided the fluff. Sorry, I need a coffee. They backed this woman. And you know right now they're going, oh, shit, shit, shit. Because they know they are screwed. They know it. They got to act like they don't know this woman. Why? Because it's very simple. The woman opened her mouth and she went and made a mockery of the Democrat Party. Do 
You can't put it any other way. She pretty much screwed them. Because they can't go anywhere near here. They do. They're in trouble. They are in trouble. I don't know how else to put it. You're listening to the Reverb Common Sense right here on SHR Media and High Plains Planet Radio. And we will be right back. According to the latest report coming out of SHR Media, a merchandise store to support both the Reaver of Common Sense and SHR Media has just been unleashed to the general public. Be forewarned that this site can be contagious and numerous items can be purchased to support the best news programming. Go to Reaver.one website and click on the store link to check out the merchandise. We were a common sense hosted by my dad, Jersey Joe. Beware, the Jersey Takeover is here every Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can catch the Reaver Common Sense Show hosted by Jersey Joe. Right here on shrmedia.com and highplainsdailynews.com. Only Jersey can deliver hell like no one else. So consider this your fair warning. Wednesday night, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can catch the Southside Mutt Show with its host, the Jersey Boy. 
Orange, Jersey Joe, and Crash right here on SHR Media and High Plains Pundit Radio, where we will be digging up the dirt. Times are dark. The people misled by corrupt politicians, lied to by establishment media, and deceived by the false messages of Islam. A nation in confusion needs a guide. It needs a man with a cane. I'm Dave Milner. Join me on Spreaker, SHR Media, High Plains Talk Radio, Live Rebooting Liberty, and YouTube for a unique brand of commentary on the Unpleasant Blind Guide. Because truth is not always pleasant. If you miss a show, don't worry. You can catch the replays two ways, RebootingLiberty.com or the ReverbCommonSense.com. While you're there on Reverb Common Sense, don't forget, drop in your email and keep up to date on everything going on, or click the like button on the Facebook widget. Now on to the Reverb of Common Sense. This show contains language that some viewers may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. And now on to the show. And welcome back to the Reverb Common Sense. Uh, uh, Don't forget, everybody, if you are at Freedom Fest, check out the SHR Media uh, booth, I guess would be the best way to say it. They're doing live interviews. They're always looking for somebody to talk to. You know, that's Sackhead Sean. He's always looking for somebody to talk to him. He's like a little lonely puppy just walking around looking for somebody to talk to him. Oh, I'm going to get a text from that one. So, South Sour. God damn it. South South Sour. I, I love how she's kind of stuck it to the Democrat Party. And I think it's making them look bad. I mean, they look bad by themselves, but you know what? She's doing a damn good job helping them along. It, it, it's just, damn it. I'm going to take a goddamn sledgehammer one day to this thing. I hate this game switch. She... It's amazing how she did this women's march. She was heralded as such a hero when it's she's called she's a pro Shahira jihadi. And I've said it plenty of times. I do not have problems with the Muslim religion. I have problems with a couple of these people. Yeah. But I don't have a problem with the Muslims. And I love how they try to distort. When uh, someone says something like that. Because. They got to conflate the two. To try. It. And, and they always go for these. The Democrats always go to support these people that. Really shouldn't be. Supporting. And because of their illegalness. Uh, 
you know, whether they're terrorism or they are illegal aliens, they they got to cover it up. Because if the truth came out, it would probably destroy the party that they're supporting uh, terrorist groups, uh, illegal aliens, you know, criminals. It's amazing that. How quiet everybody is about it. I don't know. It's weird. It really is weird. One thing I love is preparation has begun for border wall construction. You know, the Democrats cried as much as they could about it, but guess what? It's starting. It's starting, people. President Trump promised border wall is one step closer to construction as United States Army Corps of Engineers began testing selected areas for compatibility. (laughs) It's begun. The engineers began drilling and taking soil samples for testing to determine what particular type of wall would be compatible with specific geographic regions, the New York Times reported. The testing process moves forward as the Department of Homeland Security evaluates proposals for various prototype projects. I'd still love to see, still love to see the solar wall one put up. That would be hysterical. That would be absolutely hysterical because they don't know what to do. Uh, it's a wall that would be in, in you know, a green energy. So it, everybody cries that it's so racist, so bad, so this, so that. Well, why is, why are people calling out Mexico? They have a wall to their south. But it just we're going to secure the border. Once the border is secured, Republicans have said time and time and time again. Once the border is secure, they will talk about um, immigration reform. They just have to get through the initial... Securing the border. Sorry. Trying to think and do several things at the same time. 
the border's going to go in. The Democrats can block it all they want or attempt to. They could wind up paying for it with more election losses. Which is not smart of them. They have been getting their asses kicked in an election. And, and it's... It wouldn't be smart for them to try to piss off more. Yeah. <laughs> more uh, um, constituents, sorry. DHS previously classified the San Diego and Rio Grande Valley sectors as priority for early development of President Trump's promised border wall. The president asked for $1.6 billion for the fiscal year 2018 budget to build walls primarily in South Texas. The plan is for the Rio Grande Valley sector to receive 32 miles of new border wall and 28 miles of new levee wall. The levee in uh, Hidalgo, Hidalgo County is designed to address flooding. The budget refers to the new border wall as a physical wall. In June, CBP Acting Deputy Commissioner revealed some of the preliminary plans for the proposed border wall prototypes. Shortly after the unveiling of the plan, Dom President Trump also floated the idea of including solar panels to generate electricity to help defray the cost of the wall. He insists will still be paid for by Mexico. Think of it, President Trump told supporters at an Iowa rally. The higher it goes, the more valuable it is. Pretty good imagination, right? It's a, it's like, holy shit. It, it, I don't know the big fight to... Why it's such a big fight that... Against securing our border. It, it, it blows my mind. It, just, it, it I don't know. I don't think it's the smartest thing for the Democrats to be doing. Trump was elected on this, and he he's doing exactly what was promised. It's unbelievable how, how difficult it is for them to understand. I don't know. We get the border. We have a secure border. Then we can talk about immigration. That's what's been said since the 80s. The Democrats have tried everything to get around it. It's mind-boggling. Mind-boggling, I tell you.
I don't know. Well, it's coming towards the end of the show. Um, I don't know if BZ's up next or not. I don't know if he's going to be here today. Um, with him in um, Las Vegas, I'm not sure. Uh, today is Thursday, yeah. So BZ may be coming up next. I'm not sure. Hopefully he is with um, BZ's Berserk Bobcat Saloon. Um, the Sackheads. Well, SHR Media and Sackhead Sean, Sackhead Clinton, BZ are in Las Vegas at the Paris Resort for the Freedom Fest. Um, they're doing a lot of different interview, and it's... Looks like they're having a lot of fun. Maybe a little bit too much fun. So maybe they need to calm down on some of the fun I seen that they were having last night during the show and then get to work a little bit more. So, all right, everybody, I will be back tomorrow. Uh, same time, same place right here at SHR Media and High Plains Pundit Radio. Check you out tomorrow. Have a good night. You've been listening to the Reverb sense with its host jersey joe you can tune in every day monday through friday 11 a.m to 1 p.m eastern standard time right here on hbpundit.com and shrmedia.com as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming i wish i had used indeed if you need to hire you need indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.